0: The way. Help is on the way. Help is on the way. I promise you. Hey, you call. The president called the National Guard. Okay. He said in the National Guard, help is on the way. I promise you. In 10 minutes, help will be here.
1: In 10 minutes.
0: Mike, check 1212. This is the meeting room. Sean and Diana, episode three. Diana, what's going on?
1: This is the meeting room. Welcome, everyone. This is where we get into a room and we meet. And we meet. Um, you know what? New year, new challenges, new blessings. Mm. I'm having a great January 2023 so far. What about you? Uh,
0: my 2023 is going well. Uh, new ventures, new opportunities, everything new. Everything, you know, people say is new, feels new, you No, know. so... I don't really have too many complaints. I don't think it's too early to tell. You know, you gotta give yourself time, let it manifest, let the newness set in. You feel
1: me? Um, Definitely have to take it day by day, but that should also be kind of like a mantra. Like every day is a new day. Mm. Don't we're so early in the year? Like so much can happen. Like just be positive, move forward day to day.
0: Okay, Deepak Chopra. Yeah,
1: I yeah. feel like. Just it's a step by step kind of process this hey, year.
0: It's a step by step type of process.
1: But I do think, though, that this year's kind of started off a little, like, a little odd. I mean, it's been a little odd. How so? Well, nothing like personally, but just looking at all the news over the last few days, the last two weeks of January.
0: Mm, what new?
1: Politics is weird. Oh, my
0: goodness. We got to. Okay. Okay.
1: The House Speaker vote was like a reality show. I mean, but it was great TV.
0: It was so. I recently like curtailed my algorithm on Twitter so that I only see like more professional stuff. Professional Twitter is kind of funny.
1: I mean, it's if you get the joke. Some of them, it's like okay, but like it is.
0: Like, they put, one of them put up a picture of Kevin from Home Alone. and was like, this is the Kevin who should be the speaker. (laughs) That was pretty funny.
1: I just think it's, like, I like drama. Like I said this before, I like a little bit of chaos here and there. It definitely Mm -hmm. gave me reality show vibes. Mm -hmm. And I love reality TV, so, but... That was odd. That was, like, the first time in his... Well, the first time in, like, 100 years that they've Crazy. had a speaker vote, like, get past, like, the third vote. Very much so. Um, I actually thought they would keep going. I thought it was going to lead into this week, like, into the third week.
0: I but, felt um, like... I feel like... In a lot of ways, a lot of people, black people included, don't really pay attention to politics until something hits the atmosphere because it's, it's a such a big, monumentous moment. Um, like the Speaker not being uh, nominated and we're not getting enough votes to become the Speaker, um, which is a pretty monumental event. But then on top of that, uh, another monumental event that happened this week was the Demar Hamlin situation.
1: Right. I mean, what were your thoughts? Were you watching the game?
0: I wasn't necessarily watching the game, but I did see it uh on social media and was like, whoa, this is this is big because um yeah, that type of that type of injury playing football. The only the only time I've seen an injury like that is I believe the guy's name was Kevin Ware, who he was playing for Auburn, I think, and he had his uh his femur bone kinda pop out his leg. that was bad that was during the playoffs in march madness
1: so i was on a flight and i was watching the game on the flight funny enough i mean it was like what monday night football right i was watching the game on the plane and it was kind of freezing so i was like you know what like the the wi-fi was a little slow so i was like i'll just watch this game later i'll watch the highlights when i land Mm -hmm. but i had um i was texting on the flight and i was in a group chat with my sister uh, my cousin some friends and we were talking about something else and then somebody says oh my gosh did you see the injury yeah. and i'm thinking it's like a regular like oh well, maybe somebody like twisted their ankle or like i mean i'm not watching the game so the way, the way they're talking about it, it was is like oh my gosh like this is crazy and then when i landed i actually i don't even think it's when i landed i think i got on twitter 'Cause mm. the Wi Fi was still but my tweets were loading, but I couldn't watch the game, I couldn't stream the game. And then I saw a video of him collapsing and I was like, that looks so scary. Mm. But I still wasn't realizing this man is having like heart
0: palpitation. Like,
1: yeah, like he's having like a significant heart like issue on the field. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then
1: my sister and my cousin, both of them are uh, residents, medical Shout residents. Um, they were talking about it in like medical terms. Mm. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like for real. This, this is, is like a... a thing. And they were talk they actually referenced like in the text message, they were like, this is commotio or commotio cordis. This is probably what it is. And yeah. that's an abnormal heart rhythm. And it essentially leads to cardiac arrest like right after you get hit in the chest. So they I like were how you talking. got your notes
0: out so you can get it yes. right.
1: So they were talking about it though. I remember they referenced that term. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, and they said, it's pretty like it's not that common. Mm-hmm. That's what they said. But then of course, I got on CNN later and Sanjay Gupta was on there talking about the same terms. Shout out to my sister and my cousin, because I knew exactly what it was when they saw it. Shout out to them. Um, But yeah, I was just completely shocked. And then to find out he's 24 years old, I mean, that's such a... Yeah, that
0: sucks. That part, that part definitely sucks. I think what it, for me, it only highlights, um, it just highlights the the challenges within, by playing in, in the NFL, because he's a young guy having that type of response is crazy and as is but I saw something that really I don't want to say it shook me but it it just gave me cause for a lot of reflection um I guess it was some football show podcast and one of the guys was like yo if he gets hurt he doesn't get any like he won't get any money this year like if he can Mm. never play football again that's Mm -hmm. it like they will cut him and he will not get a dime um because nfl players money isn't guaranteed which only goes to speak to the challenges that nfl players face when playing a sport that they love and that we all love but then they get hurt um and then you have like the situation with tua A couple weeks ago early in the season and it just it i don't know it sucks um and obviously everyone had their own separate responses to it
1: i think what's beautiful is that everybody was kind of coming together like this game is not even that important this is a kid's life and i think that i mean he's not a kid he's 24 but he's younger than most of those people on the field too like he's on the younger end of the spectrum for football players especially who are professional uh players but i did see the same uh video that you're talking about i mean they were saying like he's not guaranteed any medical i mean he could get cut but even at the end of the day he's not guaranteed any like medical assistance if he never plays football again that's not a guarantee and then you think about it it's like yeah they're on the field fighting for their team and it's like a very physical sport but to what end right because even when you talk about the tua situation like A young kid who's had two concussions already this season, Mm -hmm. that's two more than many people have in their lives.
0: I've had a concussion. Let me tell you, there is nothing cute about it. Um, Yeah, concussions are not fun. But, and it's a small tangent, that one time I did have a concussion, there's like a pocket of time that I do not remember. Yeah. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Like... Um, I've heard my brother mention to me what was going on during that concussion.
1: Wait, were you like still moving around, but you just don't remember? Or were you just like knocked out and you don't remember? No,
0: I, I just don't remember. Like I was doing things like I remember. So super long story short, I think when my, when my, my brother knew something was wrong was when I asked him to pour me a glass of water. He gave me a glass of water and I poured it on my head.
1: Oh my gosh, okay. Out of, like, random... How on. old were you? I was 16. 17. Wow, okay. Was that after a sport? Like, was that like a sport injury concussion? Yeah, it was concussion. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, right. Um, protect yourself at all times. Um, but yeah, so everyone had their own responses to it. Concussions, you know, are pretty... Like, that type of... Uh, that type of injury is, is really serious. And everyone banned it and... Showed their love and support. The thing that I'm not really sure I liked, and I'm gonna go out on not know. You do not have to, you do not have to follow me on the edge. Okay. I didn't like Skip Bayless's tweet. No one liked Skip Bayless's
1: tweet. Some people, some people, kind of was like,
0: uh, "What's the problem? That what's the, the black dude who is on Fox Sports?"
1: Yeah, Ch- I don't know.
0: Big big of dude. Anyways. I I really did not like his tweet. I didn't like what he had to say. I didn't like how he tried to cover it up um, the next day. In
1: Undisputed? Okay, yeah, I did watch that. I don't think anybody actually stood by his tweet but him. And I can see what he was trying to say. He's trying to justify. I'm not saying I agree with him, but he was trying to justify. I never said, let's move on. This is not a big deal.
0: Right.
1: He was saying, like, oh, gosh, this game, like, it's so important. Should we stop it? But, you know... Understanding this is probably not even relevant anymore, but like should we stop it? I'm just paraphrasing Yeah, yeah. and I feel like that just like wasn't even the time to talk about how paramount this game is
0: Yeah, cuz it's it's, it's bigger than a game
1: Yeah, like at this point nobody wants to play when they just saw their their team Mm -hmm. member or their colleague in the NFL Literally have a heart attack on the field. You know
0: what it reminds me of for folks anyone who's seen gladiator great movie Russell uh, Crowe I don't want to butcher his name but uh, G-mon Hansu, D-mon
1: Yeah, you mentioned him in the other episode, too.
0: That's my man. I really <laughs> like him. Like, as a person, he seems like a guy I would want to go get a steak with. Yeah. But um, when in that movie, uh, when everyone is like, it's the difference between the folks who are so worried about the game and so worried about the allure, the sport of it all, that they forget why people love the games in general people love the games because of the people that play them and the characters and the story behind it right the buffalo bills are a team that you know are a tough new york team they're not one of the new york teams that you typically think about like the giants or the jets but they are a new york team they just recently experienced a horrible like snowstorm some people were hurt some people died i believe And so, like, the Buffalo Bills is that team. Um, Shout out to Griselda. They, like, are uh, uh, kind of partnering with the team to put... Just shout out Buffalo. And he got this young kid who is living out his dream. And he gets hurt. And before 24 hours pass, before we even know if he'll live, you're saying, What? The game, the, and it's like, come on, bro, what are you talking about?
1: Man? Also, it's crazy that that's like the first thing he went to, like that's the first thought he went to. I mean, I also feel like maybe people were thinking, oh my gosh, what happens to this game? But like, no one's saying it out loud. I mean, I was for sure like, ugh, oh, whatever. This is like not a team that I'm, you know, like I, yeah, I'm not, no I'm one. not, like I'm not Yeah, I'm not invested in the in the team because I'm mm-hmm. a supporter of the team. But anybody who is injured. And is like fighting like you could tell at that point you knew it was serious because all the players are having these crazy reactions, like mm-hmm. crying on the field. And then you're like, wait, but what happens to the game? It's just like so inconsiderate. Mm-hmm. And maybe he did not intend to be inconsiderate, but his tweet was inconsiderate. Super and what's unfortunate is that he won't admit it was an unfortunate, inconsiderate tweet. Right. I sense. don't stand by what I tweeted. Yeah. My thought process was this, it was not the appropriate to be having at that time. He Absolute. just won't do it, though, because everyone's coming for him. I mean, he apologized and said, like, he didn't mean that he was more concerned about the game than the player, but then he wants to stand Skip, by his tweet. But let's from, like, be
0: honest. Skip Bayless, I, I've not I've not been a fan of Skip Bayless for a long time. You know Especially, I'm a Cowboys
1: fan. I had to mute him on Twitter because I was like every... It's like too many emotions during the game. Like, yeah,
0: he he does a lot. But when he, when he kind of carried shannon sharp i was like oh yeah shannon you do not need to like roll out
1: i feel like it's also the people who've never played and I, i'm speaking for myself as well because i've never played a football game ever i've never played it down i've never i'm not in a, not an athlete mm-hmm. but it's always like the people who've never played who watch from the sidelines closely that always have an opinion about what a player should or should not that do era is team, so should should over though and it's like you've never played like I would, if I got injured like that, I wouldn't want you talking about, you know, if he was on the field, he wouldn't want people talking about, oh, well, who cares about Skip Bayless, like, let's keep the game going. Like, Yeah, that's, that. that's,
0: that's terrible. But that era where the player, the, not the player, but the commentator has the voice, rest in peace to my, to my dog, uh, Stuart Scott. Ever since Stuart Scott passed away, like, let's be real, people want to hear from players. People want to hear so from players. there's
1: so many players that are and now transitioning so many to the journalist, tra- journalism aspect of the game.
0: Exactly. And they're doing a much better job at it because we want to hear about that.
1: I will say one of my favorite, favorite podcasts is the Pivot podcast. I love the Pivot. I used to watch I Am Athlete and it's so funny because I stumbled on it randomly when, it, like, maybe the first season. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize, like, was on a podcast and I think the guy's funny so like, yeah. I started watching because of him mm-hmm. and then to see how I mean I don't even watch it anymore because once they fell apart once they split Yeah, once I still they,
0: watch certain episodes
1: I, I'm not really into athy but I've always liked Ryan Clark I feel like he's like a very okay. what?
0: the way you look in this okay. I've <laughs> always liked Ryan Clark
1: I feel like he's such a well put together guy and, like, you don't hear any... I never heard scandals about him when he was playing. Nice personality. Like, yeah, he's, like, a fairy, and he talks about his family. Like, he really loves his family. He loves his kids, loves his wife, loves the family aspect. He's good at his
0: job. He's
1: really good at his job, but I feel like I...
0: Strong muscles.
1: All of that, very good-looking man. There's nothing wrong with having... I just wanted
0: you to get to Okay.
1: Anyways, I and he was always a great player um, right. with the Steelers and had, like, no scandals, like, mm-hmm. at all. And I remember his name even, like, when I was, this not sound weird, when I was younger, when, like, I really didn't quite understand football. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, um, when Channing and Fred moved from I Am Athlete to mm-hmm. Pivot Podcast, I feel like the chemistry those three guys have... That's, like, perfect.
0: Yeah, it's a good balance. It and they're all balance. players.
1: And they understand the personal aspect of being a player and the right. professional aspect of being a player. And it comes together so well when they interview their, like, current NFL. Other players, yeah. Or when they, just current athletes When in they general. did the
0: interview, I think what really set them apart is when they did the interview with Michael Beasley. And he, I still haven't watched it because I think it's a really heavy episode. I
1: watched it. Yeah.
0: But, um from there to the one they did with Shaq where he like admits that he was wrong for cheating and you know just kind of talked about the like his life and how there's so many great aspects to his life but he talks about how that mistake that he made or mistakes that he made kind of he's regretting it now based on and that's like men really opening up being vulnerable in a way that you don't necessarily hear athletes being vulnerable. Side note,
1: Wait, can I just say, though, for sure. your side note, what I do like to about the Pivot podcast is like it feels like it's a safe space. Mm-hmm. Like no one's really judging you or shutting down your opinion because it differs. Right. And I used to feel like I am athlete. They would do that to each other. Like everybody wanted like, to be the front facing voice. But I love the fact that they respect each other's personalities. They respect each other's boundaries. They respect each other's like
0: they play their position
1: for sure. And it, it's so seamless. But anyways, the
0: I, best teams, the best teams. Whether it be in business, I think, or in um in sports, are the teams where people know their position exactly. and play them well. That's why the Lakers aren't doing all that hot right now. But and that's neither here nor there, um, I wanna talk about LeBron. And well, the reason I want to talk about LeBron Take it away. Is because he is doing something incredible. I mean he's always it seemed like he's always doing something incredible, but Considering the fact that he has his own sports podcast, he's empowering his his team, like Maverick Carter and his other guys, uh, Rich Paul, he is raising his sons, and they look like they are crushing it in basketball, um, and he's about to reach, he's about to hit the NBA scoring title. Like, he's years and years ago Char- Charles Barkley was like I'm not a role model I'm a real model because Charles Barkley was doing all types of horrible stuff uh <laughs> doing the doing like his games and stuff um Jordan let's be honest like great player probably a better overall player than LeBron but Jordan had that 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 gambling habit he had a whole bunch of different scandals his sons can't really play basketball um
1: Damn, why'd you have to shoot a
0: stray at the No, no, no. I mean, just being honest. Like, (laughs) let's just just look at the team, the team, the team. LeBron is doing something amazing. Like, he's about to be the number one scorer in the NBA while his sons are about to come to the NBA, or at least about to graduate, go to college, go to the NBA, while he's also changing the nature of the game in terms of how it's played, how players advocate for themselves and go where they want. Like, I absolutely love that. And I feel like we're taking him for granted.
1: He didn't go to college. He went straight from high school, He went straight from high school. But now there's a rule in the NBA that you have to do at least one year of college. Right.
0: Which, where some people, what they'll do is, they'll graduate from high school, they'll play overseas, and then come back. That's what LeMelo Ball did. He didn't play in college.
1: Oh, wait, hold up a second. But don't you need to do one year of college?
0: Not if you, like, have already played professionally, but you're just not allowed to play professionally in uh, in the U.S. unless you play for, like, a D-League team. But you can't go straight from high school
1: into the full-on NBA. Into okay. to the
0: NBA. So, that's how, like, shout out to Luka Doncic. He is also tearing it up right now. But he's from overseas, and so he never went to college. So.
1: But was he already playing overseas? I feel like yeah, I should yeah, know was. this because he plays for the Dallas yeah, Mavericks. He, you should
0: know this. I mean, but it's all good. i you know, I'm, I'm than the, the sports gaps tonight.
1: Okay. And so, for LeBron's son, mm-hmm. is anticipation that he's going to go to college for a year and then get in the Probably. NBA? Probably, well, yeah. What school is he going to? Do people he talk goes, about that kind of stuff?
0: What schools is he going to right now? Like, high school? No, like,
1: what school is he going to go to? Is he, oh, like, graduating? I no yeah. I don't really, like, I I don't follow basketball I, the way... I don't goes.
0: remember if he's graduating this year, but um, I just think that's, a like, legitimately amazing. Wow, he is like becoming partial owners of a team he's also has this show the shot where he like highlights different aspects of the community Mm -hmm. and people who are doing well like he had not bad bunny who's the other guy what is that guy's name i can't remember his name but he was a really big uh uh latino uh artist
1: daddy yankee no, no, no um, daddy. but he just has—he
0: has a no. He has a variety of people on his show, um, and to be crushing it in all these different areas and still playing the game at the level he's playing, like come on, bro. Well,
1: shout out to
0: uh, LeBron. Shout out man. to LeBron. Shout out to uh, Shannon Sharp. We with you. Um...
1: Let me double back real quick. Did you watch the Commanders versus Cowboys game?
0: I did, of course I did. Because
1: you're a Commanders fan. You're a Washington, D.C., born and raised, so you're a Commanders fan. Mm -hmm. I'm a Dallas girl, so I'm a Cowboys fan. I knew that was going to happen. First of all, I was at the game.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were at the game.
1: And long story short, it's funny now. I actually had a great time. We had a little hiccup with our tickets.
0: That's all good, though.
1: Yeah, whoever sold us the tickets, sold them again to somebody else and sold them again to somebody else.
0: Shout out to the scammers.
1: So, you know what's crazy? He probably was trying to scam Cowboys players because we were all, or Cowboys fans, because we were all Cowboys fans that bought these tickets. What happened, though, is that when we got to the stadium, they printed us new tickets and... Whatever happened there happened there. I don't know, but we all had tickets and stuff. All I know
0: is the Commanders won.
1: But all I'm saying is while this is going on, I'm realizing, wow, somebody bought our ticket or somebody sold the tickets we bought like they double sold them. Mm. I can hear the Cowboys. Well, I'm looking trying to figure out where else I'm going to sit. I can hear the Cowboys missing snaps. Mm. I can hear them throwing interceptions, missing catches. And you know that's passes. very on
0: par for y'all.
1: First of all, let me let me just say this. I love Dak Prescott. I can't say negative stuff about Dak Prescott. I don't think every interception is his fault. I don't think get he it together, throw. Dak. I don't think he should be throwing some of those throws though. But if your pocket's falling real quick, you gotta get the ball out. You can't run. You just take your shot and you hope we'll that the see, receiver catches
0: it. Here's here's. I think that because the Cowboys, like the Cowboys, don't really have a leader on their team.
1: Excuse me. <coughs> Who's the I'm Cowboys'
0: leader? Like, who leads the team? Is it Dak?
1: It is Dak.
0: I don't know if it's Dak.
1: Who do you think it? Okay, you're talking yeah. about like offense is definitely Dak, but if you're oh, talking obviously, about defense, just
0: by nature of position.
1: Yeah, but I'm talking about, like defense. I'm
0: not talking about nature of position. I'm talking about who leads, like who galvanizes the team. Who is the guy that everybody looks to as like moral? You think support? there needs
1: to be one person? No, not
0: always. Sometimes there are multiple people.
1: I think there's multiple people on the Cowboys team that definitely lead the team. I think Dak leads the team. I think CD definitely leads the team for being one of the younger guys on the team compared to all the other big names that we know. Um, I definitely think DeMarcus Lawrence leads the team. Mm. I think Micah Parsons leads the team. I think Trayvon Diggs leads the team. But also, I feel like he has a personality that he's very quiet, so he leads by his actions, not so much his...
0: Well, either way, I don't... uh, all of this, I swear to you, me and my girlfriend were watching the game. And I was like, yep, Commanders will win. No worries. You
1: did not know that the first. I did know that. Like, five this minutes. is why
0: I, well, not, I didn't start watching the first five minutes. I started watching probably like.
1: You watched when they were already like two touchdowns up. No, of it was were like 14. Win. 14 to 6 when everybody like was that. missing their uh, extra point. But physicals. the reason
0: I, knew, I know is because it was in D.C. You got to understand.
1: Oh, y'all show out when it's in D.C. One is against the
0: Cowboys. In D.C., it's the last game of the season. Come on. You then.
1: have nothing to lose. We have nothing to lose. So now and you want to play. at
0: the very least, we have to walk away with our heads high, with the chip in our, you know, on our shoulder. We beat the Cowboys.
1: Okay, pack it up and go home. And
0: pack it up and go home, right. But the problem, and I hope, I hope, I hope Dan Snyder sells this team. I really, genuinely hope he sells this team. And Doesn't lets he it go. have
1: to essentially? Like, it's one of those things. They're gonna vote you out if you don't sell. It's
0: quiet as kept. I think Dan Snyder got some dirt on everybody. and He said, "Look, I'm gonna let that chopper sing." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I'm gonna let it. Look, ta I'm gonna let it. Let me go if you want to. I'm gonna let it sing." Um, cause he a
1: little bit of chaos, I wouldn't mind. But guys. see, at
0: the same time, it's huh, who you think he got some, you think he got no dirt on Jerry Jones?
1: Okay, to be fair, any dirt on Jerry Jones would not surprise me. He like, might
0: have been the person that leaked that photo.
1: That photo about Jerry Jones when he was 15 in Little Rock, hey, Arkansas? he
0: might have. I actually
1: have a question. Sure. Were you shocked? No, I wasn't Jerry. either.
0: It's one no, is Jerry. I, Have okay. you ever watched Can't Get a Hill?
1: Wait, hold on, hold on a second. So you said one is Jerry Jones. Yes. Now what's number two? like you? It's in
0: Cal. It's in Texas.
1: No, that was in Arkansas. That photo was the, taken in Little Rock, Arkansas. The
0: team is in Texas. Oh, okay. The team is in Texas. But
1: he's from. Arkansas. I don't know
0: much about Texas my my, my world view is very limited Did what you ever I will watch tell you
1: Walker Texas Ranger
0: no I watch <laughs> King of the Hill
1: okay
0: King of the Hill is my like one of the foundational uh educational elements for my understanding of Texas okay and it's that between that Paul wall and Mike Jones that's my Mike
1: Jones who yes okay. that's
0: my understanding of Texas
1: oh my god this is just a, a quick tidbit
0: okay
1: I saw Mike Jones live.
0: Oh, my God. Where and when?
1: I paid $5. Damn. No, it's not even that. Can
0: you name three Mike Jones songs? My,
1: no. Wait. The one with his number in the song. All That's I know who? is I paid $5. I
0: had that CD. And-
1: <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you now. What sucks is I know he wasn't charging. I paid $5 because I talked to the person at the door and they're like, slide me 5 and I'll let you win. But I paid $5. He wasn't thing. charging. No, I, I'm sure he was charging maybe 20. I don't know, but I paid five. But this was in college. And he was performing in Waco, Texas. And I was there in the front. Like, me and, like, 10 other people were there, like, vibing. It was a great little, Terrible. great little. Why does um, got to be little? No. I'm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it was a quick pit stop to the next bar. But anyways. Mm. Um, okay, so if that's your image of Texas. That's my
0: image of Texas. So when I, saw, when I would see the characters in King of the Hill talk about Texas and talk about the Cowboys, duh. Like, it makes perfect sense. I'm not surprised. Finding out that Jerry Jones, I guess, is from Arkansas. In the, what, night 19- Little Rock, Arkansas. Little Rock, Arkansas. You talking about, the like, Little Rock 9?
1: Yeah, we're talking about Little Rock, Arkansas. Come
0: on now. Of course. I'm not surprised at all.
1: I'm just not surprised because he's a very elderly man who lived in a time period when that was acceptable. Like, I just assume. And this is not, like, honestly, this is just an assumption I, I have that if you're of a certain age... And you were growing up in a segregated country that you were probably in certain situations where now would be really inappropriate situations to be in or would not be acceptable situations but back then that was just the norm especially if you were in the south so I'm not surprised I'm not I'm not saying what he was doing at 15 years old was right or wrong or whatever but like is that supposed to shock me I would be more shocked if a younger owner
0: Mm -hmm. I'd be
1: more shocked if somebody who was born after 1965 was in a type of situation like that but But,
0: i think it's just the i think it's i I think personally i'm i wouldn't be surprised if dance Snyder leaked that picture
1: i'm just saying i just it didn't like it didn't sway me one way or another it's like i just expect him to have lived in a time and had certain actions that would not be considered like they're not just they're not good things to do but back then you didn't know what was right and wrong or you that was the only right thing to do like yeah i mean a segregated country like to not have had Friends of a different race, like for somebody like him, just wouldn't shock me.
0: It wouldn't shock me, but I don't know. Anyways, I I
1: expect more though from people who know better in our generation. Like, I just assume this is a it's like that's my baseline assumption. Like, you were living in a segregated country, you had some Mm. segregationist views.
0: Mm. So, you you give them a pass.
1: It's not really a pass, it's just like I'm not. If you come back and you're like, oh, you were caught at a nose. Desegregation rally. Like catching
0: a black woman at a Beyonce concert in 2016.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be like, oh my gosh. Yeah,
0: it's kind of expected.
1: I mean, yeah.
0: Mm, Hmm. Okay. Okay. That's okay. I mean, so he was
1: also 15, and I think that sometimes it's so easy. I'm not giving him a pass. It's gonna sound so weird. Yeah,
0: that's go But
1: I was gonna say, I think sometimes it's so easy for us to say, oh, he should have known better at 15, living in a country that told you that that was right.
0: You know, Dave Chappelle has a skit about how old is 15 really, I would. for any listeners or viewers, it is a very, regardless of your thoughts and opinions and feelings about Dave Chappelle, this was years and years ago before a lot of the more recent controversies, he does a skit where he talks about how old is 15 really, it is very much so worth watching. When you consider the different implications for different demographics in the country, and the age 15 or 16, 17, 18. It's worth watching. That's all.
1: Okay, that's fair. And what? I'm not saying, though, again, like, oh, he gets a pass. I'm definitely not saying that. I'm just saying that that picture wasn't as shocking. I just probably expect that from him. You like, expect I, that from him. Yeah, so I wasn't shocked. Like, if you're showing me photos of him doing stuff like that in the last 30, 40 years, mm. uh, now we got a problem. Because mm. by then, you really, I mean, society was completely shifting by then. Like, you should know.
0: So I'm going a, I'm to a do a a hard shift
1: right no. Okay.
0: yeah I'm gonna do a hard shift to expectations and what we expect physically in the gym have you been going are you going if how's I. it been <laughs>
1: um I have a hate hate relationship with the gym hmm. you know people who run outside and they say they get an adrenal- adrenaline rush from I running run outside, outside? First of all, I cannot run outside because I'm visualizing how far I have to go. And it, it's making me less and less excited to be there. Like, I see the tree and it's not getting closer as I run. And it I'm is getting, getting irritated. <laughs> no, it's not. Not the pace I run. Okay. <laughs> it's just not getting closer. Okay. And I'm tired. And mind you, I'm running as fast as I can, but you can easily outpace me. Like, it's not mm-hmm. that bad. So I will say this. Um... I feel like I need to get back in the gym. I was doing F45, I stopped doing F45. I just feel like I need some type of routine. Mm-hmm. And I would rather have, like go at my own pace with the gym than have like a class where I feel like I'm getting yelled at. Like, or like feeling self-conscious when I'm in the class. But they do say that 12% of new gym memberships start in January. Yeah, I'm not,
0: I'm not doing the gym thing anymore. I have joined, uh, a support group shout out to the gym accountability group
1: wait it's a support group for gym accountability that's not in the gym
0: it's just people who want to like work out more often and be more physically fit so the the name of the group is gym accountability but obviously like i work out outside um where i live or not too far from where i live there's this like outside fitness court um so i go there or I'll work out at home, and I enjoy it. I think the idea of starting your your year off right with working out is important. Um, but I don't I don't want to be in the gym. I think being in the gym is too many, too much testosterone, too many like it's a lot to process and deal with.
1: I've been testing out this gym that's close by to my house like walking distance and i've just been walking over here and there trying to just get a feel for it like how would this be if this was part of my routine walking over like what hours are good to go mm-hmm. what hours are crowded um and what hours are just like you know pretty casual because i don't think it's that big of a gym like i've been to bigger gyms it's but it's a decent gym it's one of these chains i'm not going to reference what,
0: what type of exercises are you doing
1: i definitely want to weight train but then a part of me feels like i should get a good endurance going with cardio before i weight train But I will say this, going to the gym, I've gone to that gym now. I mean, at this point in the week, like maybe three times. Mm -hmm. And I've gone different time, like time periods. I've gone like right after work, maybe around 7.30. I've gone even late at night. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of intimidating when you start going to a gym because everyone is in there really lifting these weights and really doing whatever they've been doing for a while. And I'm like, oh gosh, I'm like starting (laughs) over. I also feel like I don't understand gym etiquette. Like I haven't been to a gym. Gym
0: etiquette is important. I
1: haven't been to a gym. I mean, F45 are coached classes. There's no more than 20 people in the class and there's two coaches. So, and you all have stations. Mm -hmm. So you're rotating in the F45. It's like I'm on station nine and I rotate to station one, two, three, four. And we're doing it these small stations. All your stuff is set up for you anyways. You're just doing the workouts at each station. I feel like gym etiquette, I don't understand it. Also, like, everyone is, like, just grunting away everywhere around me. And, like, it's just a lot. (laughs) 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 It's just (laughs) a lot. It'd be too
0: much. It'd be too much. Because, I mean, for one, I feel like um, some men, I mean, it's it's where we go to boost our egos. Facts. Right. Um, Or some men go to catch women. Or some men just really want to you know, be better physically fit. And I think that typically for myself, I enjoy working out, but I enjoy, there's a certain aspect to it, right? So uh, I really like working out outside because this is just me. No one else has to do this. But I was watching something and it was talking about how you know, back in the day, way before industrial society, like you used to have to get up at 5, 6 o'clock in the morning when the sun rose to get your meal in the day. Once you did that, like you would have to go fishing or catch, kill a deer or whatever. But it provides you an opportunity to be in tune with nature in a mm-hmm. different way than I think we sometimes aren't able to because we live in a domesticated society. So... Being able to run outside and you, it's freezing, but you feel the wind in your, you know, face. Um, or, uh, working out at the fitness court and, like, you're touching the earth as you're doing push-ups or doing whatever. It's, I like it. I enjoy it.
1: I could do tennis. I really do like playing tennis. I could do tennis outside. I could do other activities outside. But just to, like, do running or, like, body weight stuff outside just Mm. doesn't, it doesn't does nothing for me it also, depends
0: what are your goals what are you trying to What is? what do you hope to accomplish
1: i definitely just feel like i need to drop 10 pounds and then tone i'm not trying to get tiny like all these people on instagram first of all these instagram and tiktok videos are freaking aggressive okay i don't want to obsessively calorie count mm. i don't want to obsessively count my macros i'm hungry okay i want a little bite
0: counting calories is that's a lot
1: but I also feel like every time I see these videos of, like, what to do, it's, like, these tiny, tiny girls on, like, Instagram or TikTok telling you, do these three things and you'll get a slim yeah, no. stomach. And I'm, like, no, you don't have my body shape. I
0: like the ones. I'm
1: built like an East African woman. I love
0: the ones where it, it be the big 400-pound woman or man, not 400 pounds, but 300-pound man or woman, and then they slim down to, like, 215, 220
1: I feel like I want whatever they did right that's what I want to do yeah because that's like realistic like I don't want to see these tiny girls in the shorts and I'm look if that's what you want to do like and you're tiny and you want to go wear these shorts and like the shirts like go for it but I'm just saying I feel like that's the only visuals I see of people trying to lose weight or trying to get more physically fit mm-hmm. and I think also sometimes like it's easier to focus on your physical health First, mm-hmm. than like a number on a scale.
0: Well, you know, diet also plays a role in it Take your vitamins. A hundred percent,
1: you're right about the diet because I I realized too. Like I think when people talk about counting macros or counting calories, the videos you see, it's like, oh, this this apple is worth a hundred calories. I'm not gonna eat it. But an apple is good for you. You need these like apple whole foods, you. essentially. These like natural, tradi- like whole foods. That's what you need in your diet. It's okay if the a hundred calories fish. I mean, Beyonce was eating apples, so she was trying to lose weight for
0: okay, Coachella. You don't have the same body type as Beyonce. That's okay. I'm but just saying she
1: was eating apples. Though.
0: Right, right, right. What I'm, I'm getting that.
1: But you know what? I'm never gonna give up. And this is where I draw the line. This is the hill that I die on. I am never giving up potatoes. If you tell me to I take potatoes, potatoes say chicken. out, no chicken would never go anywhere too. That's my main source of protein. Okay. If you tell me to not eat a potato for like five weeks, I can't do it. It's not. I will give up anything else um i would yeah i would give up anything else. i'm not getting rid of potatoes do you see these potatoes right here i'm not getting rid of them Mm. i'm not getting rid of potatoes so if you tell me i can't eat something like that's egregious like Mm. relax i i probably don't need to lose weight that much if you say i don't need to eat potatoes. you know what
0: i like to eat on a regular fish and chips
1: like fried fish or salmon hold up a second fish yeah i thought you were vegetarian no
0: first of all don't put my business out there like that oh i eat fish pescatarian pescatarian okay i don't like labels you know 2023 new year
1: yeah you eat what you want to eat. i eat
0: what i want to eat
1: and it happens to not include- eat
0: what you want to eat right okay but um yeah side note pivot shout out to the pivot um <laughs> i was watching this video yesterday of um, what are those two actors named John Boyega yeah and Letitia Wright mm-hmm. what is going on overseas and do we need to go because it seems like whatever it is that they're doing movie wise lifestyle wise they got it right
1: what was the video about it I mean, was I just know them that.
0: talking to each other about their roles and their movies
1: but they're both British and they have that little British accent thing going and you know black British Actors do really well, swear
0: it down fine,
1: and so with the accent or without the accent, they be really acting. They're absolutely, they really well. do be acting. Um, shout out to the UK because I love London, I had Try a great time in London. I'm gonna go one day. Um, and you can just fly up over there, flights can be really cheap too from the east coast, so mm-hmm. um, but I, yeah, I feel like London was a vibe, and I feel like. The black folk there are a vibe too like i don't mm, it's speaking just, of
0: london and black folk what's up with your man prince harry
1: oh man prince harry you know when i was younger i thought i was gonna be the next princess diana i just assumed like it right, was gonna thank, happen.
0: thank you ladies and gentlemen no i yeah. <laughs> not saying
1: like replacing her but i would also be a princess named diana like i would be the next oh princess you diana. felt
0: like the one
1: yeah, like it was going to be me. And it's so funny because I told my mom that and she was like, what are you talking? I told her this one time and she was like, what are you talking about? You have never been to the UK. This was before I'd come to the UK. I was like, I mean, they-. you could have been. But I was like, didn't think that through. I mean, at this point, I could have. He ended up marrying an American. He ended
0: up marrying an American. Main American.
1: Um, first of all, Prince Harry is a man scorned because he has been holding on to this ammo and and he's firing on all cylinders.
0: What did he say or what happened?
1: So he said a couple of things. Well, first of all, I don't know if you know. I mean, do you know how him and um, Megan left the working royal? I just working heard it was
0: r- a lot of racism, which, again, is kind of like black women at a Beyonce concert in 2016. Jerry Jones in Arkansas. In 1955.
1: 1955.
0: Like, what do you expect?
1: Right. So, look, this is an institution, clearly, but it's, like, a family. It
0: is the institution. It is the institution. We don't in UK, have to talk right. about it.
1: No, yeah. So, he... Basically, they left the royal family as working royals, and I guess...
0: What is a working royal? These are new terms
1: to me. Basically, like, he has to work. Like, if you're part of the royal family and you're getting money from, like, this, the government, the government. The thing is, you're turning... Like, your, it's basically like a symbiotic, is that a word? Symbiotic. Symbiotic, when the two of you are like oh, yeah, looking yeah, off each other. So it's like you generate money for the country, and in turn you get paid for Probably it. How do they like, generate money? Because having a, the monarchy is an institution, so they own property privately. They have their own oh, money privately. Right, right. But they also, having like a good um, image of the monarch and the uh-huh. monarchy uh-huh. generates a lot of money for the country it's also tourism money that they get right and so it's a part of it it's like okay you're a you're a public figure right right. you work for your living you right. better go out here to all these engagements and like interact with people and do all these meetings and do all these not political meetings like these are all very much like partnership engagements right like show up yeah show up Kiss and
0: babies That's yeah like basically
1: so right. everybody can like you and you can maintain your status because they're one of the mm. last few strong monarchs out there and then on top of that the country has like a historical obsession with
0: all i heard was that he said he let that chopper sing in afghanistan
1: <laughs> that's the one thing you caught out of all that stuff he that's said. all
0: I, I mean clearly that was the most important thing he said hey look i let that chopper sing in afghanistan and you know my bad
1: he basically him and Megan decided they did not want to be working royals. She was getting a lot of negative racist hate from the UK right. media. Again,
0: what would you expect?
1: Exactly. What do you really expect from an institution that's never had a black woman? And then you know what's crazy? And I'm not I'm not detracting or subtracting from Megan's black ancestry, but she is a biracial woman and presents very white. And she She's says the biracial. same thing. <laughs> she says the same thing in their Netflix documentary she said before I went to the UK mm-hmm. I'm she's, she's like I'm very aware nobody thought of me as a black woman nobody talked to me like I was a black woman she's very aware that she presents she presents as a white woman and yeah. she? well now we know she's black so I feel like you can't I take bet that away i she was black okay but she was saying even growing up it wasn't something like the way people would talk to maybe her mom or address other people they okay. weren't addressing her that way you want to call it light skin privilege you want to call it that's, passing that's privilege, passing whatever. Privilege, for sure. So, um, so basically, she was having a lot of like mental health related like s- effects from all this negativity, and then basically, what Prince Harry is saying now, years later, is like, oh yeah, my my father was jealous of the good press that she was getting and fed negative stories about her. My brother was jealous of the fact that people like her and she's popular and feeding negative stories about her. And the whole issue is, like, he's saying, like, this institution, the monarchy, all the members have these, na- like, these really close relationships with the media that are really nasty. Like, mm. like nasty things that they'll say about Meghan, they're being fed by, like, the...
0: The, the, the crown family. Or basically. The royal family.
1: And he was like, they did the same thing to his mom. Like, basically, like, pushed her out. And I
0: mean, but this is... I feel like this is all stuff that we knew. Oh, I didn't
1: realize he's they, the they would do that. just the one person
0: who was... He's just coming from the inside... Finally, saying it and admitting it—it's
1: one of those things. that's the fact that it's him who yeah. was part of that first part of oh, that yeah. group of people we we reference. Oh, the monarchy does A, B, C, D. Yeah. He's stepping out, and he's like, "Oh yeah, like there's some shady ass shit mm. going on." So you know
0: what? That's that's kind of our generation. Like I love it, but see, we I see both sides because on one end, he is made the crown or the royal family. Maintains a position of power, and I'm not. I am. You know, I am the last person to defend the royal family. Um, I also understand the significance of appearances, because sometimes when you look beyond the veil, it's it, and, and you're not prepared for what happens when people see beyond the veil. Things can get ugly. Um, so I kind of understand older generations and why they're like, oh, this isn't right and they should reconcile and he shouldn't be saying that. But at the same time, screw that. Like, absolutely not.
1: No, because,
0: I, yeah. yeah, like, they need to be exposed. And I
1: actually... Especially with lies. When You're I found be- out,
0: when I found out, I'm going to tell you the truth. When I found out that he had went to war himself, I said, all right, brother. That's a real like. You really doing it because if you think about to what kingdoms were you supposed to be back way way back in the day? Did any of his brothers go to war? Mm-mm. Oh, I'd have let the chopper sing back then.
1: I do think if that I
0: go to war,
1: I think his brother was in the military, but it wasn't like stationed listen. If
0: I'm right. on the front line, because
1: his brother's an heir to the like. he's. I, uh, you know. And oh, I need to I need to order the book. I'm gonna read that book. Okay. I'm reading the book. book. I will say this though. I think his whole thing is like, y'all have been saying lies about Mm -hmm. my family, my wife, Mm -hmm. and me. All right, let me say the truth about you. Like, that's his whole point now. Like, y'all want to throw lies and we Mm -hmm. keep trying to deflect. All right, I'm going to tell people the truth about what y'all been doing Mm -hmm. to me and my wife and the comments you guys have made. And, anyways, I think.
0: Like, I don't got to hit her to the left of me. Mm
1: hmm. I will say though it's great that it's coming from him too because it was coming from megan people are going to spin it like oh, yeah, oh yeah, angry yeah. black woman angry like black. it's good that it's coming from him
0: it is good that it's coming from him expose expose these uh these people
1: well i will say though that if you want to watch some of the interviews he's done this week
0: 60 minutes uh,
1: Yeah, 60 minutes. he also did like one with michael strahan i think good morning america mm. um, so i was watching a couple of those videos too. michael strahan
0: also did an episode on the pivot
1: Oh, I should, yeah. But anyways, I was watching that. That's some of the stuff I was watching this week.
0: What else are you watching?
1: Well, I, okay. So I want to say I'm watching The Best Man, the final chapters on Peacock. Oh yeah. I'm loving it. I am okay. loving I it. I
0: haven't watched it yet.
1: I will say it's just like perfect. No spoilers. No, I'm not gonna spoil it. It's just okay. perfect. I feel like the characters. Well, I there's a, there's a time jump, but. Other than that, it's not a significant time jump. They're just like, they just fast forward in their years. lives, basically. But right. they set it up very well, I will say. Okay. Um, and I, I like it. I'm somebody who like definitely didn't watch the first two movies, or the first movie. Listen,
0: the mo- when I remember being younger.
1: I never watched it when I was younger. Oh my you geez. know when I watched it? I watched it before I went to watch the second movie in theaters about like Listen, 10 years
0: ago. When I watched the first movie, I was like a kid. So certain scenes I definitely should not have been watching. But Regina Hall, wow. Nia Long, wow.
1: They are still looking Lathen, very beautiful. Wow.
0: Yeah. Um and something about what Tay Diggs did in that scene or in that movie, he he's I have a I have a love hate I kinda look Tay Diggs kinda on the fence with me. Why? Because he's just, he'll do the best man and really play his role. I don't know if you've seen, uh, for all those who haven't seen it, who have watched The Best Man Holiday or Best Man Final Chapters, watch, uh, what is that movie called? Brown Sugar. Watch Brown Sugar. Brown Sugar is a great great it's one of it's one of movie I have to add to it's one of that you my favorite it's one of my favorite 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 movies most death is in it queen latifah is in it uh tana lathan is also in it
1: oh they do well together they do
0: extremely well together so they were all in that. tay Diggs is also in all-american i'm watching the spinoff all-american homecoming and i saw netflix it's on netflix I support black people making shows and doing our thing. I just, I want us to have the wherewithal to make shows that are believable. To make shows, because I'm not watching the final chapter.
1: You should. It's a great continuation of the second book. I
0: believe it. I believe it. Um, What else
1: are you watching, though?
0: I'm watching Abba Elementary, which is hilarious.
1: I need to get on it. I need to get on the app. The reset, trade. the last
0: episode, me and my girlfriend were like cracking up.
1: I see clips on Twitter and they are funny, and I keep telling myself I need to binge watch the whole first season and then jump into the second one. But maybe I should start once I finish The Best Man final chapter. No,
0: listen, you can watch the episode tonight cuz it 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 takes the mockumentary style of TV shows like The Office, but It's with black people or more black people, in a kind of in a city like Philadelphia that is so spirited and has so many different uh, uh, groups of people. I think it's it's a really good show. Uh, Mm -hmm. We talked about the Bear last uh, last show, and finished that. What else am I watching? that's really it. I don't really know what else is good.
1: You know, I watch a lot of reality TV. And I have no shame in the fact that I watch every Real Housewives on Bravo. Mm. So I will say Miami is really hot. Real Housewives of Miami is really hot today. Or this, this season. i definitely watching that. Oh, I have a question. This is have crazy. Have you ever watched Lovecraft Lovecraft Country? I'm only saying this because I, just I watched... just today. I watched The Heart of They Fall again. I was like man Jonathan Majors I need to go he's watch him in Love me. I need to go watch him in Lovecraft no, Country no, no, and then I thought about it because I'm like Jonathan, Jonathan Majors oh my it's god it's heavy
0: okay alright relax
1: Jonathan let me catch my breath real quick Jonathan Majors is from Dallas, Texas oh he is he is
0: mm.
1: he's from South Dallas is my understanding um, but I don't know what it is but I keep seeing him everywhere and I'm like I need he's, to go watch Lovecraft Country He's busy
0: Listen, I wouldn't suggest watching Lovecraft Country. and It's a really scary. Deep, it's not scary, but oh. it's a deep show. Like, they canceled it for a reason.
1: So should I watch it in the daytime or nighttime or not? I, it, it doesn't matter daytime. when you I watch it. I thought you were it. trying to say, like, don't watch no, it. No, night no, no, it doesn't
0: matter when you watch it. It's just very heavy and deep. Like, there are so many aspects to it. That's like, if you could... If you could make a show about all the things... That black people, African Americans, have been wanting to say, in general, and put it in a 50 minute to an hour segment.
1: That's it?
0: That would be the show. Is that like, on HBO? It's on HBO. Okay. It's one of those shows where I was like, i lied to you not. There was one episode, and anybody that's watched Love Cab Country, they know the episode where they was in the basement in the house. I was like, oh, yeah, it's not going to last.
1: How many seasons? It's one season. They canceled it after the first season. Okay, well, I'm going to watch it. I might watch it before I watch Abbott Elementary.
0: I would watch Abbott. Like, actually, as a matter of fact, watch one episode of Lovecraft and then watch an episode of Abbott to balance you out.
1: One, one. Okay.
0: One, one. Because in 2023, we're trying to balance. Okay. That's... Th-
1: I'll say this. By the, by the time we record the next... Episode. I'm gonna have watched one of each, and I'm gonna let you know my initial thoughts.
0: All right, and I also plan on getting back into uh, Bmf.
1: Oh, I don't think I've ever watched. Well, to be honest, I don't even know what Bmf is.
0: Bmf stands for Black Mafia Family.
1: Is it on HBO? It's on
0: Hulu. So Bmf was this crime syndicate in Detroit, super, super big, super huge. One of those shows that I really respect and like because the acting is that good. It's a good storytelling time period piece about the rise of a family and just kind of what they obviously had to do to survive and thrive in the criminal underground of, uh, of Detroit.
1: Is this like American Gangster or better?
0: What you mean? Oh, like wait. the movie? Yeah. It's 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 a show, but it's it's really good. It's really good. Cause that was a family that was coming. Yeah, out. yeah, the guy's son. Cause it's based on a true story. Oh, you know when Rick Ross be like, uh, what does he say? When he's like, I oh. think I'm think, I think i um, No. I think I'm Big Meech.
1: Larry Hoover. Larry Hoover. I know Larry Hoover. Larry
0: Big Meech was Big another. Was, okay. Yeah. I thought
1: you were gonna say something about what Rick Ross
0: was saying. No, no, no. Big Meech is. Big Meach was the the kingpin of the Detroit criminal. Oh no, okay. Um, Fifty Cent is crushing it. He also I just oh, he's heard in out, it. No, no, he's not in it. Oh. but he that's his show.
1: He produces it.
0: Yeah.
1: Does he act in another show that has something to do with power? power? Oh, okay. I never but watched that either. I
0: also heard that he's coming out with the Eminem show.
1: Oh, I'll definitely watch that. Mm-hmm. You should. Oh
0: wow. Well. Okay. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, I enjoyed this episode. I I enjoyed myself. 2023 is shaping up to be a good year. We appreciate everyone who has listened, provided feedback, and continue to rock with us in 2023. We're going to be here giving you all our updates on
1: life. life.
0: Yeah, there you go. It's the meeting room. I'm
1: Sean. I'm Diana. Thank you so much for listening. Peace.